welcome to the GTP show. I am your host, Jason. I have my co-host here, Dylan. Say hi, Dylan. Hey, guys. What's up? So, uh, as you noticed, we uh, we were on a little of a hiatus there for, I think, what, two weeks? Yeah, about two weeks. Yeah, about two and a half or so. Maybe one. Yeah. I don't know. It's somewhere in that range. Somewhere in that range. You know, um, we, we trapped me and my wife traveled and then out to uh, California. got to hang out with Dylan and his wife. And then, fun. Um, yeah, then there was like some health stuff that came up. So that also postponed us, you know, Dylan's starting a new job, which also was getting used to. So there was a lot of stuff that kind of put us in a place to where we couldn't get to a re- spot where we could both record at the same time. So that was a lot of fun. But we're here. <laughs> very, very fun. Yeah, to try to figure out the balance and like everything going on. Yeah, yeah. You guys traveling, and then the you know the medical stuff that happened too. Um, Yeah, medical stuff, the traveling, you new job. It was a lot of stuff all at once for sure. Lots of fun stuff. Do apologize for that little wait, but hope you guys understand. Like, you know, life happens. Uh, We're back. We're back. We're in the. We're gonna get back in the flow of it here. So we're all good. Um, Yeah, everyone's alive. Yeah. We're all we're all uh, kicking and screaming. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so yeah. So how 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 are things with you right now? How how are you doing? I'm I'm doing doing better. I'm doing better. Um, okay. After everything that happened, uh, mm-hmm. with medical stuff that happened with Mar. Um, yeah, just in general. It was just kind of, yeah, was, it was a little, yeah. you know, a little it's emotional. So it was, a, yeah. it was not the easiest thing. Um, yeah, I've been there. For me. So that was, that was, just, you know, something we had to go through and mm-hmm. uh, lots of prayer and, you know, a lot of people for us. So that was nice. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, otherwise, you know, it's just day by day, you're getting through stuff and it's going good with the new job. I'm loving it, and uh, God's proven and providing, so it's mm-hmm. exciting. How about yourself? How are you guys doing after all the traveling and everything? Um, well, this is the first month in what is it, September? So it's been what, July, uh, let's see here, June, July, August, September. So this is the first month in like five months that we haven't traveled to California, we've been doing it once a month at minimum. So this is like the first month where we actually are able to kind of breathe and just be like, okay, what, what, what's next? Like, let's just take a breather, take some time, relax, do what we want to do here. And, um, yeah, we've been going to California at least once a month and it's an eight and a half hour, nine hour drive from where we are. So, uh, it's good to kind of be home. Obviously no, it just when makes I did it, it was only like eight. <laughs> <laughs> it is good to be home but we do miss our friends and family and we do see that more and more every day where we're just like man we're driving this eight nine hour trip and then we don't get to see everybody or hang out with everybody we want to hang out with and then we have to tell people no and then they think it's them it's not them it's just we don't have time because we already made commitments and um man as long as you see me that's all that matters <laughs> right <laughs> So there's that. And then um, I've been working on my other projects and that's been taking up a lot of my time uh, in general. So um, it's been it's been one crazy busy road, but 
it's been it's been good to see everybody and it's been good to kind of see where our priorities are like me and Jess together and kind of putting that on a plate to be like this is what we could have and this is what we do have and then deciding what we actually want to do because we do love Arizona we love it out here it's gorgeous it's beautiful it's pretty there's sights there's foods there's stuff and then but we grew up over in California with all our friends and family and I know how in it the feels city. <laughs> yeah yeah that we we uh like i i know how it feels to not be around family because i've been not around my family for like 10 years it's mm, no i'd say about actually closer to seven maybe seven or eight but it's been a long time so i i i know how that is five to seven i don't know i think around seven most of my family are not around me so I, I know seven. what that feels like. Yeah, I know what it feels like. So I know with um, Jess and her family, it'd be good to be closer to them because um, I know what that's like. And it's it's not it's not a good situation to be in for a long time. Just it's nice to have that support where it's people you're familiar with, etc. So, but yeah, that's kind of where we're at. It's been it's been good though because God is good and. Um, just trusting in him, praying, and uh, spending time with him, which we were going to talk a little bit about, too. You'll see why everybody else, but. <laughs> yeah, you make sure to spend time, you know, be being in the word. Yeah, being in the word. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, which is, I think, another Christianese term. Which is cough, a Christianese term. So we're going to totally, you know, uh, segue into this. So this week's topic is going to be Christianese. Um Ooh. Little terms that Christians you you know we use, and people be like, "What the heck do they mean? Like this is just uh, what you know?" Yeah, because uh, there's some things that you say, you know, like, "Oh, he's being led by the spirit." What? Wait, what? Mm-hmm. What? Like he's being led by a spirit, like a ghost, or like you know? <laughs> so that's, we're gonna dive in that, and um, or so I think someone saying go spend some quiet time. Yeah, I think you guys had a story that you wanted to start off with, right? Do I? About somebody who was asking you questions. Oh, yeah. Um, That's right. Thank you for reminding me. That was like two and a half weeks ago. (laughs) It was like two weeks. But yeah, um, there was a uh, friend that I know of on Facebook. Like I haven't met them in person, but I talk with them a lot and he's newer Christian. And, uh, he was asking questions and he was like, I don't, it's like, I don't understand some of the terms that I hear in my church. I'm like, like what? He's like something about like, we're going to spend quiet to make sure to get quiet time in, or they'll say, we're going to do some life groups. And then one of the things that they talked about was like traveling mercies. And he was like, I don't understand any of this. Like, what is this? And I'll I realize, see if you're a parent, if you're a parent, though, you understand what quiet time is. <laughs> yeah, that is but, the, the beautiful hours that the child's childrens are sleeping, and <laughs> it, the house is finally quiet. Fortunately for yeah. my household, I'm still very loud, so my wife doesn't really get a break. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, the main question he asked was, "What does spend time with God mean?" He's like, "What the." the I don't understand like he's not physically here or 
like down the street where I go to an address and there's God. Like that's he's like, that's not how I understood it. So what does what do people mean to spend time with God? What does that look like? And that was another Christianese. And that's where this whole topic came from was the idea of like, there's a lot of Christianese terms, which Christianese, if you don't know, it just means terminology or words that are used strictly in a Christian or church setting that we get from biblical nature and we use it in everyday discussion or talks where other people who are new to Christian or not Christian will just be look at us and be like, the frick did you just say? <laughs> so that's, that's where that came from. Uh, you guess um, for Christians, you probably have heard before if you're a Christian guy, you know, you wanted to date that one girl and then she's like, Oh no, I'm just focusing on, you know, God's calling me to a, a you know, a season of singleness. I've never heard that. Oh, singleness. Bro. Never mind. Oh, okay. So yeah. singleness. singleness. And then you know what happens? I thought you said something like, with a D, like dingleness. I'm like, what the heck is dingleness? No, dingleness is where God calls you to go use the toilet and get rid of those dingleberries. Um, oh, my gosh. No, but, um, you know, so I think I forget. I want to say it was somebody, one of our friends, maybe it was Alex. I, I definitely and had he, someone. Tell yeah, me that. and he said, I'm being, yeah, like, I'm sorry, like, it's not that I don't want to date you, I'm just being called to a season of singleness to focus on my relationship with God, my walk with what? God. And they always end up, every time I've heard this from somebody, they get married like eight months later. Can I, like, add in something yes. to that yes, statement? Because, because I've seen this from both, like, women saying it, and I've also seen men say a version of it. But it's literally just trying to use, it's using God incorrectly because you're using God as a crutch to hide ways to where you don't want to be a part of it or you don't want to hurt someone's feelings and just say like, I'm not interested in you. You just, instead you're saying that and you're using God as a cover. So people have to get mad at God or accept what you said. And that is a horrible way to interact in any sort of like christian faith-based stuff is like you don't you don't use god as a crutch that way and people who do you don't understand what god is there for it's not to be used as a crutch to bypass emotional or serious talks with someone so that yeah definitely don't do that <laughs> that's true um but i think if it, you've if you're being uh sincere with it and actually mean it like hey like no, I've been actually like I think if you know if you're not using it like just get out of a relationship, but it's like real. Just, I think that's just say more valid. Just say no. Instead, say I feel like I don't. I, I'm I'm not ready for a relationship right now. That's it. You just say I'm not interested in that right now. That's it. You don't have to use yeah. God as a crutch to be like I hope it doesn't hurt your feelings because I'm going to use God to for you to blame instead of me. It's not my fault. It's God. It's it's not me saying it. I'm just. God's calling me, so you can't say anything about it. It's like, no, just be real with somebody and be like, hey, even if you feel like that is something that's going on, you got to be real with the person and say, hey, I'm not interested in that right now. I don't see myself in that relationship, and I, I, I'm I, not looking for a relationship right now. Just be simple. Just straight up with the person, because they're not going to look at you and be like, oh, okay, well, F you, unless they're a bad person, which that does happen, but I'm saying it in the sense that don't use God as a person, as a place to blame so that you can get through conversations easier. That's like the, I, that's, oh man, we should have a whole episode on Christian pet peeves. 
<laughs> oh, I don't. That might be that might be a whole season. Whole oh, season. <laughs> oh, that just literally reminded me. It's like when people want to like if someone is doing something that another. Per- I've seen this happen so many times inside the church where they're like. I don't like what that person's doing. So they'll go up to that person and say, I feel like God's telling me to tell you blank, blank, blank. And then they use that to tell the person oh that they don't gosh. like what they're doing. <laughs> and it's just like, you did what now? Like, Ridiculous. are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> it's Ridiculous, the Christian but yes. <laughs> it's like... A hundred percent. Like, what? yes, I've seen that. It's like, it's what? So um, I, I don't think that's... Um, no. Don't say that. Hey. Don't go up to someone just because you don't like what they're doing or what they said, and you're like, "No, what God's told me to like tell you not to do." That. And God told me that you're full of baloney. Like, <laughs> ever heard you talking, Becky? I was told like, to be wolves like in sheep's me. clothing. Ah, <laughs> oh, for real though. That's messed up. Okay, yeah, we definitely need to do like a whole nother episode on Christian pet peeves <laughs> and go off. It's fine. Like, there's like <laughs> some out there. But I, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with your mm-hmm. statement that you are making. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I got I got a fun. Uh, so let's get back on topic for you for your topic here. Like, uh, I have I have one that you know. Okay, first off, let's uh, let, let's let's uh, talk about the one that we got, the original one, which is spend time with God. Because that's a Christian oh, term. Yeah. That's a that's a big one, and that person asked, so we should probably address that one for sure. Yes, that's that'd probably be a good idea to actually address things that people have asked us, or you know <laughs> that we've been asked about. You know, mm-hmm. just maybe a piece to our audience. Oh yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Just a little bit. So yeah, um, the whole—I don't even know where to start. Um, go ahead and start. Actually, let me. I need okay. to actually sit here and think on it a little bit. Okay, I'll, I'll do two because I know there's like many, many different ways, and one right off the bat is Jesus. Jesus himself modeled prioritizing time with God. And what that meant with time with God, uh, Mark one thirty five talks about where Jesus very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and he went to a solitary place where he prayed. And um, you can see it in the Bible multiple times where it talks about when we are praying to God, we're not to do it in front of a whole bunch of people to show them like, look at me, I'm praying and I'm, I'm doing it because I'm holy or I'm righteous. And it was like, find a solitary place, pray to God, and you're just... And prayer is pretty simple where um, if you read the sample prayer, it's really asking God to be in your life, his will to be done in your life, that you thank him for everything that's going on, daily bread, et cetera, et cetera. And you're really just interacting and showing praise to God by, by honoring him, by wanting his will, not yours, and by thanking him. And that's like a sign of praise as well, because we know, as we talked before, praise is a part of that. Um, and then we got stuff like Luke eleven twenty eight, where Jesus replied to, um, I think it was the Pharisees at the time, with where he said, but even more blessed are the all who hear the word of God and put it into practice. And we can, we can see that kind of consistency where we read the word of God, we hear the word of God, and what Jesus talks about and what uh, like the kingdom of heaven it looks like and what the Holy Spirit looks like and 
how our life is supposed to look like with the Holy Spirit, and we put it into practice. Not in the sense of like earning salvation, but in the sense that we worship God, so we want to reflect God and we want to look like God in the sense that we want to look like what Jesus wants us to look like. So we need to know what that looks like. So that's why we, Jesus himself said, who hears the word of God and puts it into practice. So we are to we are called to live a life of peace, love, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So a little stuff like that right there is some examples of spending time with God, reading the word, putting it into practice, solitary places to pray, you know, don't make a show of it. <laughs> so um I can add in if you're if you're still thinking I, I have more to add, yeah, but no, it's up yeah. To you. Just you know spending time in the word. Mm-hmm. Like I just see like it's like I think of like uh, you know, Jesus in the garden. Mm-hmm. All right, right before okay. he, he died. He was what was he doing? Is spending right. time in the word, talking to his father. Like, oh, he is the word. <laughs> I'm yeah, you know what I mean. But like that's like where he was at. He was like, man, he's like praying. he knows he's about to die. He's like, okay, cool. You know, it'd be great. Let me mm-hmm. talk to my father. I need, you know, like, he needed time. Mm-hmm. You know, like to spend with his father. That's like. We all need that because, like, there's times where it's like, you know, I feel it's more of the time in our walk is with us Christians. We we feel like we're doing great. We feel like we're doing fine. So, like, okay, cool, I'm good. And then you're like, oh, well, have I been spending time? Mm-hmm. I think that's when your walk is what's really affected. Mm-hmm. Is when you forget about that. You forget to spend yeah. time on the word. Like you, you. I feel like I noticed that. Like I walk, all of a sudden, doesn't feel like ah. Eh, it's like oh, no, I need to be doing more. And it's just the things that I think you notice more is like when you need to be in the word. Um, because you know it's just not the you're not feeling it. It's the whole walk is off in a sense, and I feel like that's what people like to say. Yeah, I need to spend time. I think it's important to remember how important that time is. For sure. Because um, um, that's the whole thing of walk by faith. Uh, was it Second Corinthians yeah. 5-7 that says, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Um, that, that word faith is as, actually pistis, which is um, uh, conviction of the truth of anything. Oh, what did you say? Oh. Pistis. <laughs> I know. It's, 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 a, it's generally with the included idea of trust and holy faith. Uh, fervor born of faith and jointed with the relation to God or relating to Christ um, and the the religion beliefs of Christians uh, who follow Christ. So it, it's it's important to know that with that in mind, we can see that Paul talks about it in Romans, which you love Romans. I know that. Um, it's a great Romans, book. It is. <laughs> Romans ten seventeen says, so faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of words of Christ. And we know that the, this, this builds on Paul's quote of Isaiah in the previous verse, which mm. Isaiah asked the Lord who has believed what he has heard from us, which is Isaiah 53, one. If you want to go back and read that. But Paul was showing that a refusal to believe what God says amounts to disobedience, that according to scripture, 
is the root problem when people hear the gospel and do not accept it, which you can read that in John 5, 39 to 40, as well as John 7, 17. Uh, those who disbelieve do so because on some level they do not want to believe. Um, it's a choice. So it, it's, it, it, that's, that's kind of what, if you hear Christians say in general, or you see something that says spend time with the word or spend time with God, it's literally reading the word so we can understand why we have faith in what we believe and then to walk in that as way Christ wanted us to walk. Because you can, you can see a lot of people in media and stuff like that who say they're Christian, who are very angry, who are very aggressive. And if you read the word, you can see that that's not biblical. That's not godly. The, Jesus says that you'll know me because... I'll be with them kind of thing. Like the Holy spirit will be with them. And you can see that in Galatians five with that letter where it says, if they are uh, the fruits of their work are this, like if you see in their life, they have peace, they share peace, love, joy, patience, all this stuff. That's really good. Um, that means that they have the Holy spirit with them. If they don't have that, then they don't. So when you see these people who are angry, yelling, screaming, um, like that's that's just blasphemy of of the what the word is and who God wanted us to be because it clearly says not to do that. There's nothing loving about that. So that's why it's important to to understand what the word is and what God is and who we're supposed to look like as followers of Christ in that sense. Yeah, a hundred percent with that. Um, so that explains that Christian news. What else? Do you, what other Christian news? Yeah, well, do you you know, got? I, was, I got a couple. I was just thinking, thinking with that too is like uh-huh. that goes like to like being with you know salvation. You shouldn't be acting like that, but not saying that they're we don't have their you know mistakes, things they're working on. But like that's definitely mm-hmm. one of them. You think about it like that. Um, or supposed to be yeah. slow to anger, have fruit of the spirit, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. And you baptize you in the Holy Spirit and have self control. I'm not right. saying I'm perfect yeah. and I don't mess, mess, you know, have problems with right too quickly or <laughs> you know me. So, um, and I was thinking about that. Um, that, that, yeah, that's just what it means when you hear that. That, yeah, term, like spend time with God. It's just spend time with God is the game we're talking about. Reading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, um, so the other one is, um, I mean, gosh, you go ahead, go ahead. Uh, sure. Hedge of protection. I love <laughs> this one and I use it all the dang time. It, I, it'll it, use it every you day. You know which almost. verse it comes from? No, I just use it. I don't actually know this. Uh, where's that? So, so the hedge, hedge of protection actually comes yeah, from Job. Job 1. Like, First chapter of Job. Oh, good um, old Joby. <laughs> and verse 10, he says, uh, it says, has not bleh. Let me switch to an easier to read translation because I have it in King James for a reason. Have you not made a hedge about him and his house and all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands and his possessions have increased the land, right? And um, the word hedge is literally just exactly that. It's a fence built up like a protection. It's a primitive root. Um, and it's, uh, it literally is just defining like protecting it's protection. That's really all it is. 
So that term hedge of protection came from that directly. And the only reason why it's continued to use in a Christian sense is that we have multiple verses, mostly in Psalms, if I'm being honest. It's like Psalms 140, Psalms 91, Psalms 121, Psalms 3, and Psalms 23, where it's consistently uh, saying, like, keep me, O Lord, protect me, you know, your protective love, you'll protect me from harm, you'll shield me, you'll give me peace during those times, like, you'll, the darkest valley, the lowest lows, you'll, I'll fear no danger, I'll fear no evil all this stuff about protection. So overall, that terminology is just in reference to that, just the protection of, of God because it was used that way. That's as simple as it gets. <laughs> yeah, and I think when we use it too, like just we use it for that, like for God to have over his protection and he oversees the thing. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, when I talk about like for travel mercies is kind of, I feel very much the same thing. It's we ask for his protection for those things nope. and make sure that he, they're safe. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what does um, bug me about, about the idea of the hedge of protection? The only thing that bugs me with the terminology there. Only one thing. Okay. Let's hear it. The only thing that bugs me about that one is that the only t- time that the word hedge is used and it's in the, the idea of hedging, like protection, protecting someone in his house mm-hmm. is in Job one, like I said, but who was the person that said it? Satan told God, don't you put a hedge around him and protect him? That's the only time it mentions it that way. Really? Mm-hmm. A I don't know. It's just, yeah, that's the only time. Yeah, it, obviously it's like you know, there's a lot of times in the Bible where it says like God's protective and he will shield us and he'll give us peace and he'll, he'll strengthen us through the hard times, stuff like that. There's tons of that. But the only yeah. time it's mentioned as a hedge was was when Satan specifically talked to God <laughs> about Job. <laughs> so it's true. It's interesting. Huh? Yeah, it's just interesting. I just had to throw that in there. Let me use that, but it's like there is a hedge of protection. You see, but it clearly, I mean, there is such thing because why mm-hmm. else would Satan be was, saying that to God? You you can see he was saying as like does does not it well because the previous verse right before it, verse nine he's Satan says to God about Job saying well does he not fear and respect God because of all of this like it comes with a price. Like he does all this stuff and you protect him. So no wonder why he loves you. And that was the whole start of Job. <laughs> if you read, because you have, you have a hedge of protection over this man. Take right, that yeah, away. And what does he have? Right. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So and it was Job just was like, interesting. Say less, bet. That's, that's cap. Bet. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You're no, here first on the GTPP show. I, God, that's it. That's a good project podcast. GTPP. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but that is a good Christianese term. I, a lot of a lot of people, I think, have used that as a Christianese term, and not everybody would understand that. No, hundred oh, percent. No. It sounds like what are you hedging something? Do you have a hedge mm-hmm. fund, or you have uh, like what? Your protection, oh. you're hedging something like you're protecting your assets are, you know, like right. it, it, gets, <laughs> it gets it across. Like, you know, the main point, if you oh, really no. think about the word, it's uh-huh. protecting something. It's like, but right. what is, why are you being protected? What do you need that from? It's like, mm-hmm. um, anything. Right. Like, 
that's all I can think about. It's like, there's a lot of things. Like, you know, the enemy's alive and well, and mm-hmm. people don't see that. People don't realize that because people, especially here, we're comfortable. So we don't yeah. think of protection from anything. We're like, oh no, I'm good. Like, mm-hmm. we're good. And we live in our comfortability. And I think that's why we need to take steps out always. Mm-hmm. that's another and, rant going on so I'll just <laughs> well I'll go back to a Christianese term you already said once quiet that's time me. quiet time <laughs> oh, I love quiet because, time because, oh yeah but like it, in, in, in a Christian term because any, a lot of people use this quiet time I'm just going to sit there it's not a time out like, it's, it's usually used like as a time out kind of thing but in a Christian term, it literally just means I'm going to go solidarity or sorry, like by myself, <laughs> sit there, read my, read the Bible, pray. Like that's usually the quickest way to say, I'm going to go do that. It's just say, oh, I'm going to spend some quiet time with God or I'm going to spend some quiet time. And it literally just means like, you're just going to go read and pray by yourself. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> not, not put put baby in a corner. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody puts baby in a corner. But, um, you know, it is the quiet time is like having that time mm-hmm. be in the word. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And, um, it all really does connect with that because being yeah. in the word, spending time in the word and then having that quiet time to self reflect and where you need to, you know, work on in your walk too. Mm-hmm. to be in prayer, you know, in other words, yep. I'll be in prayer about it. I'll go, you know, like, what? I'm going to be in prayer about it. Like, okay. Yeah. Because being in prayer over something, you know, mm-hmm. another kind of a Christianese thing, but I mean, a lot of people pray. Um, just, you know, being in prayer about something and to that, you know, your quiet time, having quiet time with God and, Mm-hmm. They all kind of they all kind of work together. Um, yeah, these Christianese terms. Um, but I definitely feel like yeah, the quiet time is because you know life gets crazy, life gets hectic, very hectic. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, everything that's been going on in the past couple of weeks. Um, mm-hmm. There's been times where I'm just like, okay. A new job, uh, driving around. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's spend some time with God. Kind of like sit there and pray over things and get to, new, get to know the new people that work too and be praying for them and, you know, hear people, what people are going through. And and you listen um, to our podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I do. I leave it on. <laughs> I know you do. Miranda's over there probably like, he does too much. <laughs> like, of course I'm going to. I listen to it because sometimes I have to listen to myself. I'm like, oh, oh he's pretty oops. good. And actually, sometimes I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, she said something the other day because I wasn't being too patient and we were talking about for to the spirit. The episode, she's like, you remember your episode mm-hmm. about fruit of the spirit? And I'm like, mm-hmm, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm, maybe we need Good we have accountability. Some I know, gosh, you need it. Smoking hot, smoking hot wife and accountability. Yes, please. 
I'm only one of those things. <laughs> you think? Uh, <laughs> um, no, but it's crazy. Like honestly, like uh, yeah, like, it marriage is awesome. I love it. Yeah. No, what's uh, the? No, what's a... Yes. I. As the what I got another Christianese term for you. I want to know if you've heard this because I've definitely heard this, but it's been a long time since I've heard this. You say traveling... Daddy Jesus hunger. Okay. No, no. <laughs> no, traveling mercies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. Like going on mission trips. Like, oh, they're going to have a traveling mercies and pray over them. And it's like, oh, you know, because. Yeah, traveling mercies that makes sense like you know think about that definitely in the early you know church they'd go out mm-hmm. to like ethiopia uh, rome corinth all those places like mm-hmm. just in the book of acts alone with simon and john mark you know, i realized that i was like you know this whole story is telling a really cool story and it's like and john mark was there it's like what yeah <laughs> john it's just like right. john mark was like just like, like we're going somewhere okay guys Okay, um, let's go. Yeah. I was, you know, teaching through Acts, and I'm like, doing that, and I'm like, it's John Mark, I just showing up. Like, he's like, where's the party mm-hmm. at? So I just thought it was funny. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, um, it's, it's yeah. a really, like, safe trip. It's like a religious way to say safe trip. Yeah, because... if it's like, you know, have a safe trip, hope you get there okay. Yeah, it's like saying safe trip. I'll be praying for you. That's like it was pretty much like some hundred percent what that is. It's like we're making sure you know we'll pray to God that you have a safe trip. Right. It's like what John fourteen twenty seven, where he's like, "Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let your hearts not be troubled. Near uh, neither let them be afraid." And uh, it's there's a lot of verses that talks in that sense. It's like. Don't worry about tomorrow, James. I had to bring in James. <laughs> worry of course, about today. Like, we talked about Romans. It's okay. <laughs> and there's a lot of verses and a lot of conversations that happened that was consistent with, don't be troubled. God's God's got you one way or another. He'll bring peace to your life one way or another. Just let him open the doors. Pray consistently that his will be done, et cetera, et cetera. But, um. It was just like that's that's really it. It's like, hey, traveling mercies. It just means <laughs> safe travels. I'll be praying for you. That's that. If Live long Christian, and prosper. That, that's it. Live long and prosper. You know what I mean? The, the, like in the sense, it's the Christian nerd, <laughs> Christian Star Trek thing. Live long and prosper. The Christian Star Trek thing. <laughs> Instead of doing the thing with your hand, they do like a little like Father, Son, Holy Spirit thing. Right. I don't know. That's a cat. That Catholic stuff. I don't know. Cat Catholic Lutheran. Yeah. I I escaped before I was too old. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good that's a good one though. That's a good one. Yeah. What others? What others can you think of? There's tons of them. I mean, I have like I a list of like fifty. Shoot, man. I'm like, um. Oh, being led by the Spirit or filled with the Spirit. Oh, those are good. Um, no. That's one you can hear like, what, what are you led with what? With a spirit? What are you drinking? Like, um, 
This actually is in reference to verse that I already brought forward, which was Galatians mm-hmm. five. Um, led by the Spirit, really? it just means that we know. choose to right. We choose to follow the Holy Spirit. That's literally all that means. So you can, if you haven't yet read it, because we talk about Galatians Galatians in general a lot in this podcast. Galatians five, read that. That right there explains everything when you hear led by the Spirit, follow the Spirit, whatever. And it talks about the Holy Spirit. There's your answer. <laughs> pretty pretty uh, straightforward. Stop it. went out real quick. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's just like what you just said. It's just, it's literally just our, our, our sinful flesh and the Holy Spirit are both constantly in conflict inside of us. We have a we have choices to do. That's that's mm-hmm. it. So, um, it's really it's spelled out very well for us to say, look for this and look for this. If you know this is the Holy Spirit, you know this is the flesh. So, it's very yeah. put out there to understand which one's which, so that you can be like, oh, it's really easy to tell if I'm doing something that's I'm not supposed to be doing if I'm trying to represent Christ. Because I'm a, I'm like, I'm a Christ ambassador kind of thing. Because I'm trying to represent the kingdom of God, and mm-hmm. that's what you do. Straight up, that's that's a good, that's a good. Uh, what you got? Any more Christianese things? Like you said, you got your list of fifty. So let's hear one. Oh, I, I, I got plenty of them. I just, it's checking on you because otherwise, I'll just keep rambling. That's not going to stop you. Fine, washed by the blood. <laughs> can you imagine people washed who've never been to blood. church before walk okay. into a christian church that would and be, be like, a weird one that would be we're a weird washed one. by the blood washing the, in, in the what is this a what cult church like... <laughs> what, what did i walk into <laughs> i don't know about that okay <laughs> he says he got jesus he's talking about being washed in blood like i mean he I said what, what church now? Going to. <laughs> it's a weird church Right. Ain't it, normal. It's, Washed in blood. What? Need some milk. That's <laughs> just not normal at all. Like you hear that outside of the church. Like, no, you don't hear that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, Jesus, uh, the, the reason why we got this, this is from uh, Jesus himself, who in Matthew 20, 26, 28, um, remember correctly, you can look it up, but it says, for this is the, my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. And this is like when he was like the, the doing the communion and passing out bread and the wine and stuff like that. And that's where we got communion from, which is another Christianese term, which most people want to understand. What's communion? Uh, Hebrews talks about it. Hebrews chapter nine. I'd recommend recommend reading i think it's uh 9 1 through 18 if i remember i know it's chapter 9 but uh verse 14 talks about how much more will the blood of christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to god purified our conscience from dead works to serve the living god so anytime we're mentioning or talking about blood we're talking about specifically jesus dying on the cross to cover that of all the sin before because he was the perfect sacrifice because he was without blemish he was perfect he lived a perfect life without sin and with that he died and he rose again and uh fulfilled the old covenant which the old covenant said there had to be blood that was paid 
for sin that happened. And so he covered that. And that's what that meant. So when you hear that, that's the Christianese behind it. It's literally just talking about the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ that he covered. He started a new covenant with us through him um, and through his sacrifice and his resurrection. Yeah. Just like, but, like the whole, like one of the most probably important things, you know, you can really mention or talk about being covered in the blood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that is a huge one. But like oh, you yeah. said, you know, like I just think of it like, like definitely as a Christian, like a Christianese word. Like I couldn't imagine mm-hmm. using like in a sporting event. Like how do you feel you did out there today, kid? Well, I was just really, you know, I was really just, you know, covered in the blood of Jesus Christ out there. They really <laughs> just helped me win. It'd be like, right. what now? You were, what did you do? What you were covered in? What the blood of Jesus Christ? It's okay. Yeah, it's checked it's, out. Like. Yeah, it sounds it sounds off. It sounds culty. It sounds gr- kind of gross, but it, it's just it's interesting because, like, in, yeah. in my opinion, this is just my opinion, because as a Christian, you accept Jesus Christ, right? You have faith in Him. You accept Him into your life, and then you follow Him. The opinion is that we know that so we say it in a simple term sum up the gospel in wash by the blood <laughs> but i think if you i think we should be more vocal about what that means because it's easy to summarize something but someone who doesn't understand or who doesn't know or who is new christian might look at them and be like i don't understand this this sounds weird this sounds off or i don't get why it's blood like what 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 is this? And it's easier to explain. Like it's a simplified version of the gospel and we need to make it more accurate than simplified. <laughs> like this is what happened. <laughs> Eyewitnesses saw Jesus and knew his hey, life. Hold up. He say lived say that again real quick. I like that. Say that again. Which part? <laughs> we need to make it more. They make it more what? Uh, I'm gonna have to go back and check it. Oh my gosh! Okay, we need to make it more accurate. <laughs> yes, thank you. More, yeah, we that's need to be what on top of it more. That's what we I was make like, it more gonna... accurate for people instead of trying to find shortcuts, verbal shortcuts to make sense to other Christians. It's kind of like creating a clique mm-hmm. that no one can get a part of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly what I was when you said, I'm like, ooh, that, yeah, mm-hmm. right there, because yeah. it's so true. Mm-hmm. It reminds uh reminds me of another Christianese that is used a lot, and I don't. A lot of people know the word. It's a very common word. Everybody knows the word, but not many people knows what it what it means. Yes. And that's where it's interesting. Um, Alleluia. Mean like that we are yeah we 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 pronounce it with the h hallelujah but the original hebrew word for this was hallelujah which with the h is silent which oh god hallelujah which in hebrew it literally translates to praise yahweh that's it (laughs) it's literally just 
praise Yahweh, which is really cool. That's getting more and that's more solid. common in that's general, solid. but it's just, it's just a, I would say it as a Christianese term in the sense that it, that's what it's, that's the original translation. That is the translation for Alleluia. And that is what it means. It's just praise Yahweh. That's, that's as simple as it gets. And it's being used a lot, but it's, it's being, I think used more along the lines of like just praise or like as a, an expression rather oh, than like, just oh, like, hallelujah. I got, you know, I, like, hallelujah, I passed my test or yeah. like, hallelujah. It's good. It's like, yeah. yeah, but that's actually like, that's, that's almost, I'd say it's like, it's holy. That word. Oh yeah. In a sense, yeah. because holy means to be set apart. And it, that word is should be set apart. I believe it's, a, it's pretty important. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, definitely it's something literally giving praise to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like no other Lord, not Buddha, not um, uh, the, other, the the crazy guy in the desert. Um, oh, Muhammad. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. <laughs> Joseph Smith, anybody mm-hmm. like that. It's giving to the one true God or Mary King of Kings, the Lord of Lord, Jesus Christ, Trinity three in one. Yeah. Mm-hmm which that's super important (laughs) you you did remind me we definitely need to do an episode talking about the trinity in general because it's obviously very complex and easy at the same time it's like with a mixture of the two which you know yeah would be really cool to talk about it because i've definitely on the some of the forums i'm on on facebook uh the groups will ask like what does it mean three and one what does it mean there's three but there's only one i don't understand if it's yeah, and so that's that's another episode that that will be coming. It is. For those who are I know we can use for the cover art. Cover yep. art can be my tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's it, it. I think the only reason why I pointed out Alleluia was in the long run, it's just translation. That's that's really it. Just what's the translation for it? It's it's good to look up the original Greek or Hebrew or Aramaic, depending on what scripture you're reading and see what the word itself is because um english is very limited in a in a sense to where english is a it, stinky language <laughs> i'm doing, I'm doing first grade or, i'm doing first grade homework mm-hmm. my boy mm-hmm. just like i don't have i don't have i can't do it okay? my wife does it i'm suddenly one mm-hmm. like excuse me i'm like this is now, my English is dumb. English mm-hmm. is so poopy. Makes <laughs> it's no it's sense. not the best. No, no. It's I will like, say I'm that. I'm sorry, but like, no. Yeah, no. English is because, like, you know, no if, if you say if you say you love tri-tip, right? For example. Yes. And then you say you love your wife. Is that love the same? Yeah, I, no, would, I would assume no, no. <laughs> it's exactly what it is like it's, you know what i mean like so, it's, that that's my only point is that english english can be limited to a degree so it's it's good to go back research see what definitions are from original hebrew or original greek or aramaic depending on which verse or which uh section of the bible you're reading and to make sure that's in the context that it's talking about like uh like when we yeah. are talking about specific verses like i might say you know let's talk about first corinthians 12 12 and then but 12 12 the context is 12 to 27 because like we said before 
the Bible isn't was never written with verses. It was it was letters. It was um, scrolls. Mm-hmm. It was it was passages that were written about all this stuff and all the history and all, all these things that were documented and um they weren't separated with verses like they are separated with verses now to make it easier for us to go through and reference stuff but if you go to like uh if you actually go to israel and you go over there they actually have the dead sea scrolls where you can go read them and um i'm sure you can find them online too but if you go read them it's an original language, That's obviously, not the fun but way to do it's it, not, it's not actually separated like verse 12, verse 13, verse 14, <laughs> chapter one, <laughs> it's not separated like that. So um, it's just, what? yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's why, that's why I, I always say, make sure that you understand the, get a study Bible, get study tools that show you this is the, the passage that's all one passage, like. For example, 1 Corinthians 12, 12 to 27 is one passage. That's all one context. And then you can read it that as a full because it's now fully in context. And if you are curious about a word, you go and find strong coordinates or something like that that Uh explains the original Hebrew or Greek wherever you're reading. And it kind of helps you delve deeper into what this is trying to express or say. So that's why I always say do your own research. Yeah, oh, like, 100% with that. Because, like I said, even though with you, like, you quote a verse, like, it's not on us to take your word for it. No, no. But that's right. Yeah. If we say a yeah. verse, look it up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, and if we're wrong, keep us accountable in a loving and kind way. Or not. No, I mean... <laughs> if not, if not, you know... Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I agree. But, you know, I 100% agree with that. <laughs> um, and then the next episode would come back. Yeah, well, um, about that. <laughs> don't tell us. We are always right. You are wrong. We, you're the listener. Hmm. Yeah, we're joking. That's not the case. Yeah. Um, we know we're right. Um, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> No. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no. We'll okay. Miss this so much. <laughs> yeah, it's been a bit. It's been a little bit. Um, oh, yeah, almost like definitely needed this. So. Hmm. Um. Yeah. No, it's a fun one. This actually did scare away someone that I I brought to youth group back when I was like sixteen, fifteen. Back and in the um, day. okay, back in the day, I brought someone who wasn't Christian, and uh, they were a friend of mine. I was like, "You should come to my youth group. It's a lot of fun. We have pizza, Little Caesars. I mean, hot and ready's my bad." And <laughs> we always, we, we hang we had, out at homemade pizzas. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. And um, I was like, "Yeah, it's, it's really fun. Um, like, I recommend coming. Like, we're gonna have pizza. We're gonna have music, and then." like a lesson it's really cool there's a lot of good people our age so um, they came with with me and um th- at the end of everything the the youth pastors at the time were like okay so uh, anybody have a prayer request where we can pray for them which is, is simple enough like that's prayer request everybody to a yeah. general knowledge most people would understand what that term is and um 
they were like, oh, yeah, I have this prayer request. My mom's been going in and out of the hospital. She has a lot of health issues and we're having a hard time. Like my dad's having a hard time supporting her, et cetera, et cetera. And so the youth pastor's like, OK, great. Let's lay hands on on them and we'll, oh, we'll pray you know for what? them. And they freak. Mm. They're like, lay hands on? Like, what do you mean lay hands on? Because that's that's a the, Christian. But pack you out. Right. Like, I was like lay hands on like they were like what the this is weird this no, is really weird I get that because you know what um also not being like being a Nazarene church mm-hmm. you know like in the beginning of my my you know to say ministry uh, you know beginning of everything mm-hmm. I never went to a church you know that was you know. In hand, speaking in tongues, anything like that, that was more, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I remember that, like, the first time, you know, going to youth group with, with you guys, and I went, like, oh, this is a little different. People are talking weird, and <laughs> like, they're healing people. And well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's it's interesting because, like, you have a you know, don't lay a hand on her, like, or don't lay a hand on yeah, him. No, no, no. <laughs> That's a strong term, but like, don't do it. And it's like, as a Christian, it's like really easy if you grew up in a church. It's just like, oh yeah, lay hands on him. Okay, but the, but um, I learned yeah, we're gonna as lay like, hands and heal. Yeah, right. I, like, le- I right, and, and we know that this comes from obviously the Bible when we we see this in um, uh, what was it? Um, Mark. I don't know. 16, 17 through 18, where it literally says, and these signs will follow those who believe in my name. They'll cast out demons. They'll speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will not by means hurt them, but they'll lay hands on the sick and they will recover. And we take that terminology there uh-huh. where it says lay hands on them. And we've just adopted it as like a generic lay hands on them, lay hands, lay hands, lay hands. But for someone who was an outsider, that person was legitimately kind of freaked out by it. It's like that felt really weird and like, strange. Everybody's hot, sweaty hands this? are touching me, and I don't like being touched. <laughs> but I learned from Jeez, that because right, <laughs> I learned from that because at that time I was really like, oh, let me lay hands on you, and I just like put my hand on people and pr- try to pray. It for wasn't them or a something. big deal. It was like, are you like, like ah. now, well, now you get like, you know, so I was like, hey. Now I ask. Very much because, church, now it's a church. Yeah, now it's like, do you mind if we lay hands on you? It's like, oh, oh. Yeah. So even if it is weird, it's not like. I, I literally like, if I, if someone asked me like uh, the other day, a friend of mine here was like, hey, can you pray for me? I said, do you mind if I put my hand on your shoulder and pray for you? And they're like, no, go for it. I'm like, okay. So I just put my hand on his shoulder. But I, yeah. I, I ask because if I'm just like, sure, man, put my hand on his shoulder and just start praying for him. Maybe he doesn't like, like being touched or you never know it's off-putting so you you just gotta ask because it's it's an easier way to like i'm not going to do something that's uncomfortable to you like i'm not trying to make you uncomfortable you mean not put you in a weird spot right and you know someone who grew up in the church for me i i was weird not doing that but then i realized this is how we we do it like right and so i i learned what we're gonna do from that you don't like it bummer like lay hands on you i will i will heal you oh you like right right it's just it's just um it 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 was a learning moment for me and that that stuck with me since yeah 
definitely yeah, stuck with I'm me like, since. We're just going out there. Make sure you ask to lay hands and pray. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they say no, that's fine too. Just be like, yeah, that's great. And if they just say no, then you grab them by the neck and you start praying really hard. I'm just joking. <laughs> Don't do that either. This is this is that's a joke. I don't, this, I'm not I'm not held responsible. I claim that right now. I hold no responsibility oh for anybody else. Oh my that, gosh! That my child. Make that a make that a shirt. <laughs> they resist the prayer. Grab their neck and pray for them. No, so that's messed you up. You see the light goes out in their eyes, and then you know oh God is touching them. That's dark. It's very dark. It got very dark very quick. Of course, it would be very dark because I mean you can't. Oh you know, my yo. <laughs> that's all that's that that's no, we now, don't do that we took a hiatus and this is how we get canceled <laughs> joking <laughs> this is this is how we lose the one subscriber <laughs> we get like five more well i guess they were into that okay cool <laughs> oh no okay moving on <laughs> yep that's uh, i uh gosh um yeah, I, I think I think there's a lot of we we I know that we did have an episode before where we talked about a little bit of Christianese, but we didn't get really into it because it was like one of our first episodes where it was just like let's just talk about random stuff, and that's what we talked about was random I'm stuff. In Mexico, one of those things. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. And it was very very random and very very all over the place. But I think this has been a little bit better structured. Um, yes, I would. <laughs> I would say another one is obviously saying body of Christ. Because mm. if you're just like, this is the body of Christ and people are like, what is like, if they're new or if they don't know what the Bible talks about, just blurting out like this favorite, is the body is of it, Christ, the or, body of Christ. My favorite thing is when people say the body of Christ and communion. Mm-hmm. Communion is a good like, one too. Uh, Lord's supper, Lord's table. You know, like, you know, like the, you know, they talk about like this is the body of Christ. Eat it in remembrance of me. Or the yeah. king, like eating Jesus. Like, I mean, I get we're not really, but like, you know, mm, like yeah. if somebody was like coming like for the first time and hearing that, it's like, what? It is I like. Mm-hmm. Okay. You die. Why are we eating them? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's a good point because it was it was great symbolism. Uh, it's in Luke twenty two. Uh, I mean, any of the gospels will talk about this when they were at the table and Jesus was talking about the bread and the wine and like his body and his blood, etc. And it was it was him showing that it's it's a new covenant that his body is a sacrifice and he will spill the blood for this new covenant, and that he was setting the premise that. This new covenant would mean that they'd be poured, the Holy Spirit would be poured out. They would have the Holy Spirit to help them in their life, make their life pure before God. And um, through the sacrifice and resurrection that Jesus made, and that was the whole idea, was uh, was just that, was just a symbolism. Like, this is the new covenant. This is This is now what's going to happen. And obviously the disciples sitting there like, what is he talking about? We don't. Don't know what he means, but this is my body and this is that blood that poured out. What what is he talking about? Because they didn't see the future. Bread and wine. Right. 
Jesus, obviously, being Somebody's God been, in been the too flesh, much into the one. Right, and we know that Jesus yeah. being God in the flesh is sitting there like, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to die and set a new covenant, and the Holy Spirit will be as a gift for those who follow me. And and oh. the disciples are sitting there like, hmm, this has to be a metaphor. Hmm, this has to be... Yep. You mm, might, you one might be talking about this. Keeps doing. You, might, you might be... This is a different parable. What is this parable? like? And, you, and that's kind of the crazy part is... It's funny and interesting because you'll see like Jesus will say before the days that like over uh, you'll deny me three times over was Peter and Peter's like, no, I'll never no, do that. Never. Lord. I'll never do no. that. And then when he did it, it like hit him in the gut where he was like, he probably oh, yeah. knew. <laughs> and then everything clicked. He was like, wait a minute. Everything makes sense now. He's like, everything he said up to this point makes sense now. And it hit him and he freaking ran. <laughs> and one of uh, you will betray it, me. Is it me, Lord? Is yeah, me, no, Lord? they didn't know. No, Peter, it's not you. you. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I that, saw the I meme think he was about a short it. Video. Yeah, I saw it. One of, one it was of a comedian betray me. It was like it was. It was. You know, I think it was uh, Hawkins. Tim Hawkins. I think it might have been Tim, Tim Hawkins, Hawkins. Where he was going like it was. One of you is going to betray me. Who, who, it's like is it me? No, Peter, it's not you. Is it me? No, John. Is it me? Is it me, Judas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was really funny yeah, go watch his comedy skits it's funny <laughs> uh, he's a funny guy yeah I think I've seen him once in concert I I know I haven't I know I haven't but he, he's funny um, but you did mention oh, communion yeah. that's all, everything we just mentioned was oh, yes. that so we, we covered we covered the body of Christ in that sense as well as communion uh, body of Christ also can be a metaphor in the sense of a church and the people of the church, like the actual individual people that make up the body of Christ. And if you don't know the reference, it's first Corinthians 12, 12 through 27, as I was talking about earlier as an example, cause I didn't want to forget it. Uh, but it's literally just talking about how the body has many different parts to it. Like you have your hand, but your hand can't do what your foot can. Your, you have your foot, but your foot can't do what the ear can. That You have an ear, but it can't taste anything like your mouth can. And they have all these different functions. And, can't? And, right, can't. And in, in oh, believe it me, was, I can. <laughs> and it, it was like we were all given, given the same spirit. If we follow all Christ, we're the given the Holy Spirit. spirit. Yeah, we're given the Holy Spirit. All given. You know, all given the same. All given. <laughs> Not given, given. My bad, given. <laughs> but, I don't know why uh, I just have to raise you. It's fine. I definitely recommend reading 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 27. That's the passage. That's the in-context passage. Mm. Um, and it talks about it. It's not like the eye can say to the hand, I don't need you. And then the head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. And uh, they all work together. Right. Otherwise, they're weaker. The body's weaker. So, it's just remembering that, like, y- like you and me, um, might interact differently with some people, but we're given the same spirit. So, when it comes down to it, it even as individuals mm-hmm. who talk different, who act different, who are individuals, 
the we're given the same spirit. So the life around us, the people around us, and what we experience should be the same, which is the Holy Spirit itself, which is the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and gentleness, and self-control. If people experience that around you from your life and then you live that lifestyle, that is the from the Holy Spirit, which again, Galatians 5 talks about that. But that is the mm-hmm. the the visual or the actionable representation of Christ in our lives through the Holy Spirit. And so that is a consistency in following Christ. And if you actually do accept Christ, you'll see that consistently through those people. So it's a really easy check the box. Like, well, they don't have peace. They're not making peace. They don't love people. They're very hatred. They're very angry. They're whatever it is. You can check the box when it comes to what the Holy Spirit looks like. And you don't, you only have the Holy Spirit if you're saved and you're saved because you accept Christ and you follow Christ. That's what Christian means is to follow mm-hmm. Christ. Um, just like, yeah. So that, that's just that that's kind of what the body when churches or people talk about body of Christ, it's the individual believer who follow Jesus Christ and his teachings and who he wants us to be. And, um, living that lifestyle with the Holy Spirit. And um, it might look different in the sense that I might be very patient or you might be extra loving or someone else might be more than like, um, like gentle, you know, and you, you yeah. see these qualities of the Holy Spirit. We're given the same Holy Spirit and you might be exuding one of the traits of the Holy Spirit more than the other. Sure, that's gifting. Um, which you talked about in one of our early episodes. Um, mm-hmm. And that that's really what it's going to come down to. It's just that if if you're like over here being Mr. Peaceful and you're always peaceful and you always have peace around you and people always feel peace around you. And I'm over here like, that's not how you do it. <laughs> Gosh dang not, it. Why can't you no, be just, more like your brother? Like, right. oh. Why can't you be more like your brother? <laughs> it's that that's oh. we're all from the same Holy Spirit. We all follow Christ. So it, you might have the gifting of the Holy Spirit or you're stronger in one of them or the other. Like someone's better at gifting things, like they want to give to people, take care of people. We talked about that too. That's yeah, a common thing. Hurt. Yeah, there's like people who are there to serve others and who are very called to it and are very good at it because they're in tuned with that, with who God is. And then there's others who are very in tune with studying, who reading and um, knowledge of the word of God and scripture and are there to be teachers or preaching. And (laughs) and there are others who who are called to just just be loving being able to go out and see people hurting and be like hey how can i how can i help you like i see you're hurting do you need someone to talk to like i'm like even with friends and family he was like hey i'm always here doors always open like i'm always here if you need someone to just talk to and there's there's different expressions of this and you can see some are better than others and that's okay it's different parts parts of the body of christ like we have different roles that's great that's gifting the holy spirit we're, we're stronger in other fields than others. We do fall short. We will fall short, but that's where God picks us up again and strengthens us through the next time we get tempted or we fall. And that's just kind of the cool thing with this, this relationship is that we understand what we need to do 
when we need to do it and how we need to do it based upon what the word says and continue through. So. Yeah. And God is good. Like, mm-hmm. thinking of everything. Like, even though we're going through things and everything, it's just like, you know, being covered in the blood of Christ mm-hmm. and having those quiet times and just thinking all these things, like, it's really just, uh, it's, uh, all are important things, even though they're, they're these Christianese things. They all make sense. Um, uh, man. Just that, you know, I, it's been rough. I'm just thinking about that more and more. Like, it's not mm-hmm. been easy. And, uh, no, it won't be. No. Um, I know that God's got a plan. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I'm just thinking about it more and more. Just like with everything that was said, like, God is really good, and mm-hmm. and we have all of our little Christian these things that we say. Mm-hmm. You know, I just. I think it just comes back to what I was saying earlier. It's just knowing that if you're following Christ and believing in Christ, we're not trying to be clicky, that we shouldn't be trying to be clicky and create clicks within our groups. Like, oh, I don't understand what you just said. Oh, well, you need to know more. Like, <laughs> we should make it more accessible, easier to understand, uh, better explained, more accurate to what we're trying to say. Instead of trying to shorten everything and make it easier to like, oh no, I get what you, I, get, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like it's wrong. It's not like it's sin or anything. It's just if we want to make it easier for newcomers or people who are curious about God, it's easier to talk with a better, more accurate and better understanding of it by simplifying it in the sense that's accurate. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Simplify in the sense that's accurate, not just simplifying. So other Christians will like, oh, I know what you're hinting at. Explain it. Say it. You know. Yeah. Don't simplify be around so the edge of protection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it comes down to it. This is the importance of, of of knowing and be able to spread the word and tell people about the word. Mm. Um. Even if it is with Christianese words and stuff, I feel like that's the main important part. Um, mm-hmm. Even with the Christianese that we look at, um, phrases that can be used that make sense to help others understand. Um, mm. Yeah, not all words, not all the Christianese stuff makes sense, even to some Christians. So, true, true. Um, it's more important to, like you said, maybe not um, simplify it. Simplify it to the point where it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, but not taking away either from the word. Right. Um, I agree. 
That's that's the most important thing. Okay, keep true to the word. And that's the important thing with Christian with other Christian youth sayings is that sometimes simplify it too much where even it gets lost on others who don't mm-hmm. know. And I think that's the most important thing we can take from Christian news. And you know, all the things that Christianese is a Christianese word in itself. Um, it is. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Just, you know, little sayings that have been, you know, normal. And even, it's, but it's good to normalize those little sayings too. Yeah. Um, just, yeah. I'm just feeling off yeah. now. <laughs> well, hey, it's it is your episode, everything. so. No, it's just still times where it kind of hits in a little bit um yeah, talk about more about sharing anything but um yeah with the real right. thing that happened but yeah, yeah it's well, yeah i think you just say time. it's all i could do right now at this point just leave it at that and uh i'd say if you could you know uh anybody listening this could be uh just be praying uh, for me and my wife, uh, get a little bit of a health health thing come up. Mm-hmm. Just uh, you know, there'd be healing there, and she'd be okay, and then I'd be okay. We're all good now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more just the mental stuff that we're dealing with, now mm-hmm. and uh, getting back into the regularness. It did not help starting a brand new job with everything. Right. Um, right. But, um, yeah, um, I, I eventually maybe, uh, I'll make a post or, um, I'll, I'll let you guys know, uh, what happened, but right now it's still just a little too raw, uh, a little more too raw. Yeah, it's all good. Um, I thought I didn't want to tell you guys just, um, but you know, it's not just my own thing to share. It's uh, my mm-hmm. wife's too. Right, and, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I just, if we could just end it with this, is, uh, you want to pray us out, Jason? <laughs> it's your episode I'm doing next week. Okay. Um, let me pray then. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for all that you do for us, Lord, and provide for us, Lord. I uh, pray for your will to be done. Um, I pray it's for everyone here who's listening, Lord. That you would uh, you would uh, bless them, Lord, Lord, and I just pray that you would uh, be with Jason and I as we prep for the next episode, Lord. I pray for a hedge of protection over everyone, Lord. Keep us safe in our walk, Lord. Challenge us at the same time. Um, just thank you for the opportunity that we have to share your word and talk. Um, and spread your word and for this in your name amen amen alrighty yeah. okay well I'll see you on the flippity flop bye